Welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, ah, baby Jungkook! Or Jungkook is so good at everything he tries, and that is just fact. Then you're in the right place. (sighs) Wow. You guys, so much has happened in the past week. For BTS, which we need to talk about before we really get into anything else. Yeah. So first off, BTS was interviewed by Time Magazine, and they are on the cover of their October 22nd, uh, 2018 issue titled Next Generation Leaders, BTS, plus other rising activists, artists, and athletes. Um. So I found this article. Dakota actually shared it on Facebook, which was the first time that... I saw it, um, but it was released on October 10th, but it was the time that the person who wrote this interviewed them was when they were in L.A. performing. Mm-hmm, yeah. But this article is titled, How BTS is Taking Over the World, and it's written by Raisa Bruner. Yeah, and so this article was very well written, It was super professional and objective, and it was focused on the boys and the true meaning behind their success. Like, you can tell that this article wasn't written just to get, you know, her more reads or Time Magazine more reads. It was super genuine and really trying to get down to the meaning behind their success. And so I admire Raisa for acknowledging BTS's immense global success without having to cater to Western audiences. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've read an article that has pointed that out yet because it's true. Their music really does break through language barriers. They put a little bit of English in their songs here and there, but they don't do their songs in complete English usually. They just, they stick to their language and their culture and what they want to do. And they're not trying to, they're trying not to cater it to, you know, Western culture, which a lot of artists do I mean Mm -hmm. even American artists are like oh this is the new hip song like this new hip sound I have to make my music like that Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the article as well I found it to be very informative and if I was somebody who didn't know BTS I feel like I could pick up and read that article without knowing anything and understand a little bit about them and understand that they're important globally. Yeah, it was so well-researched. I cannot emphasize that enough. She really dove deep into who BTS is, their history, 
where they came from, what their purpose is. And she put it all into that one article and it wasn't very long. She did a magnificent job, really. Yes, truly. Also, BTS is currently touring in Europe for the first time. They recently completed two shows in London and another show in Amsterdam. And now they're preparing for shows in Berlin and Paris. Mm-hmm. They were also interviewed alongside Whoopi Goldberg, Harry Connick Jr., Rosamund Pike, and Jamie Dornan on the Graham Norton Show, which is a widely popular comedy chat show in the UK. Mm-hmm. And what struck me most with this interview was Whoopi Goldberg was so impressed and appreciative for BTS's important message that she literally gave them the shirt on her back as a gift for them as an expression for her gratitude and for spreading so much joy and happiness to other people. And Mm. she said that the shirt that she was wearing, like she kind of pointed at the designs on it. And she said that it's about movement and people and that the shirt is for them. And I just was like, wow, I've never seen anything like that before. I've never seen another celebrity take. No. Why aren't more people talking about this? I, I know she, I mean, really, she was wearing that shirt. She had to help, like, she had to get help taking it off. Yeah. Like, my OT mind immediately went to that. But she, you know, they helped her take it off, and she just was so blown away with their message after Namjoon had said the love yourself message. And she's like, yeah, I'm giving this shirt to you. (laughs) The one that that I'm really wearing on my back right now. Whoopi Goldberg is such an incredible woman, you know, and, Mm -hmm. like, such a wise person. And... I, this moment baffled me and surprised me and amazed me. And like I said, I really can't believe that people aren't talking more about this. Like I've seen somebody Mm -hmm. talk, but I feel like this should be everywhere. Like an icon like Whoopi Goldberg after hearing about BTS one time was like, I'll give you the shirt off my fucking back. Like, yeah, really incredible. (laughs) I know. Seriously. He Jungkook wore the shirt traveling from London to Amsterdam. Um, I saw that. It was very yeah. cool. He styled it under a black jacket with black jeans, and it was just a that was a really cool thing that armies there noticed. Uh huh. Yeah. So sadly, Jimin was not on the show due to severe muscle aches. So we're hoping that he's resting well and feeling better. I know that he recently has been back into performing, but. We also want to wish him a happy birthday, a belated happy birthday. It was this Yay. past week. So happy birthday, sweetie. Like, we happy love you birthday, so Jimin. much. And we kept our promise. We we didn't have shots at my wedding, but we chugged a glass of wine and then went down yeah, and danced the idol. So we did that for Jimin. <laughs> yes, we for did his chug a glass of wine. That was so fun. <laughs> um, the other thing is that Jungkook has not been able to dance recently during performances due to an injury to his heel that resulted in him needing stitches. So Mm -hmm. sending good thoughts to him. We hope that he's resting and healing. Mm -hmm. Yes. So BTS also did a fun laid back interview on the noisy questionnaire of life where the members, they all got to choose their favorite things among a list of various options. I just loved that interview so, so much. I thought it was 
just fun to hear them shout, and it was just super cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, in addition to their already super eventful, busy schedule, BTS also performed at the Korea-France Friendship Concert in Paris, and the event was aimed at strengthening culture, um, sharing between the uh, sharing between South Korea and France. And then following the performance, BTS was able to shake hands and speak with the president and the first lady of South Korea. Yeah, this was really, really cool. I think this was actually the first time that the president of South Korea was in France, like the first time that a South Korean president had visited France before. And it was for this Korean-France friendship concert. And um, Mm -hmm. it kind of felt like BTS was at, like, the precipice of that, like a bridge between both of them, you know? And it was... It's it's not. They're not, you know? But, like, it it Mm -hmm. felt like their kind of impact had something to contribute, you know? It was very cool. I find it just so special and so unique that they had this Korea-France friendship concert. I mean... I don't know of anything like that really happening in the United States, Mm-mm. but how how interesting that they bonded over music, yeah, and that was kind of the culture that they were sharing between one another. That was just so unique and and really awesome. So yeah, I think this was the first time that I really have seen them with the president. I know that the first lady was sitting next to them at the United Nations. Um, and that the president of South Korea has tweeted about them and the significance of BTS and their um, and their message and what they mean to South Korea. Um, so, I mean, just that footage of them shaking hands and, man, how they bowed when they saw the president, it was such a deep bow. I, I mean, they always are so res- respectful, when they're around other artists, but when they were in front of the president of South Korea, I mean, I've never seen them bow so deep. They're just such amazing men, really. So respectful. So well-rounded. Yes. And today we get to talk about one specific amazing member of this group of amazing men, which is our golden maknae, Jung Jungkook. Jian Jungkook. So we have been waiting to do this episode for a while now, but since we're about to go on this two-week hiatus because of my honeymoon, we thought, you know what? People really want the Jungkook episode, so we're going to put it out before we go on a hiatus. Yep. So it's it's a special one today. We are very excited. Ever since you brought it up to me saying we should do this episode about him because of this hiatus, I was like, Yes, I am so ready. It is so time. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and do it like we've done all the other episodes. Yep. So we'll start off with his background. So his full name is Jian Jungkook, and he goes by the stage name Jungkook. Um, His nicknames include Golden Makne, Jungkookie, Cookie, JK, Justin Siegel, Bunny, and Muscle Pig. Muscle Pig. (laughs) Uh, He was born in Busan, South Korea on September 1st, 1997, and he is currently 21 years old or 22 in Korean age. Mm -hmm. His height is 168 centimeters, and for all of you people in the U.S., that is 5'10". (laughs) Um, 
His astrology sign is a Virgo. Some characteristics of a male Virgo are precise, exact, and critical, and knows that the devil is in the details and pays attention to them, hardworking, efficient, and methodical, and can usually work or reason their way out of a challenge. Wow, that might be the most accurate description I have heard yet for one of the members and their astrological sign. For real. Usually the astrological signs are just like, fuck out of here, but... Yeah, they're so generic, too. Like, For sure. People just want to flatter themselves. So they're like, oh, yeah, I'm totally that. Um, but this really is true, like precise and critical, hardworking, efficient. Uh, the devil is in the details. Wow. Wow. You so, know, he's very detail-oriented, so. Oh, for sure. He's quite a perfectionist. I mean, really, I feel that everyone in BTS is. But when you see him, especially when he's practicing his dance routine and his choreography, I mean, you really see his perfectionism coming out. Yeah, for sure. So his blood type is A. Some positive traits of that blood type is conservative, introverted, reserved, patient, punctual, and inclined to be perfectionist. The worst traits include obsessive, stubborn, self-conscious, and uptight. Oh my gosh, this is so accurate. <laughs> I, just, I mean, really the reserved, being reserved and patient and introverted. I feel that is also him. And then definitely self-conscious. I get that. I get that a little bit from Jungkook. It's said that type A's are sometimes referred to as farmers. Um, said to be considerate of others and loyal to a fault, but they can also be secretive and reluctant to share their feelings and apparently don't hold their liquor well. Um, which is, <laughs> I feel like um, some of that could describe him. Yeah, reluctant to share their feelings. For all, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, we don't know him personally, obviously. Um, so I don't know how open he is to sharing how he's feeling, but I could, from what I've seen about him, and I think he's kind of an introvert, I feel that is kind of true for him. So for his family, we know that he has a mother, a father, and an older brother. In terms of his education, Jungkook attended Bakyang Middle School and Seoul School of Performing Arts And he graduated there in 2017, which was so recent. He's so young. I also believe that he has or is attending uh, Global Cyber University. Okay, Jungkook. Um, His positions in BTS are main vocalist, lead dancer, sub-rapper, center, face of the group, and maknae. Oh, this is such an intense episode because, man, he really just does it all. There's so much to talk <laughs> about. Like, he really does do it all. Really. So, mm-hmm. um, as far as his early life and everything that went on pre-debut, he was in- first inspired to pursue a career as a singer after he saw G-Dragon perform Heartbreaker on television. Mm-hmm. So, in 2011, at the age of 12 or 13... Jungkook auditioned for Superstar K3, which is a Korean talent show series that broadcasted with Mnet. He was unfortunately eliminated eliminated before the final round, but shortly after seeing his pure raw talent during his auditioning, he became 
one of the most in-demand trainees in history, having seven different entertainment agencies scouting him, including JYP, Cube, Big Hit Entertainment, Starship, FNC, and Woolim. And so he chose to join and sign with Big Hit after speaking with Nam June and hearing him rap, which, ah, uh, this, like, this is so important to me. And so it just, because Nam June is the leader of BTS, and I can just see, like, Jungkook coming in, being this super young, I mean, like, 12, 13 years old, however old he was, we know that he was extremely young. And I can just see Nam June being so welcoming and so open and honest and having Jungkook feel so comfortable that I could see why he would want to join Big Hit Entertainment versus the other like bigger entertainment companies. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bang PD, Big Hit CEO, actually mentioned that Jungkook almost didn't debut with BTS because he was so shy, quiet, and timid at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But really, there was no doubting him. And of course, our Golden Mock Knight debuted at the age of 15 as BTS's main singer and center. Mm-hmm. And just kind of a fun fact, after joining Big Hit, Jungkook was sent to L.A. for intense dance training, mm-hmm. learning various styles before they actually debuted. Because he was very skilled in singing. That was his main, his main kind of thing, strength, I guess. And then they were like, okay, well, if we're going to have you be kind of our main singer, like you need to know how to dance. So they sent him to L.A. for dance training. And mm-hmm. he's an amazing dancer now. So Yeah, and as we know, okay. he loves his dancing. Like, it's something- yeah, I think he, he loves it almost as much as singing, I think. Mm-hmm. So let's go into a little bit for each of his positions for BTS. So let's talk about his vocals. So he is the main vocalist. His vocals are so bright and unique and colorful. Skylar described his voice as colorful one time, and that really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. But really, when you hear his voice, it's just so soothing and elegant. Like, it really just brings chills and goosebumps to my skin every time I hear him. He's just so flawlessly in pitch. He has such skilled vocal control, even at the ends of his vocal range. For sure. Um, he also, he, ha- he tends to have a breathiness, which I really like. I think that it, mm-hmm. like his voice is light, you know, and it's, it that's, that's something that makes it so welcoming and so comforting and nice to listen to. And it's very mm-hmm. smooth because of that. I really enjoy it. I do too, but he gets a lot of criticism for it. And I really hate that because... People are like, oh, well, breathiness is not skill. He doesn't have um, good breath control or blah, 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 blah. I've I've read this while researching his vocals and Mm -hmm. analysis of his vocals. I'm like, wow, what snobs, these people. But I I mean, there's no denying that he has a beautiful voice. It is, I mean, it really is so striking when you hear it. And maybe it is breathy or whatever, but he's, he's unique and sings in his own, his own way. He has his own techniques and his own skills that he brings to the table so whatever (laughs) yeah and I mean adding on to that 
as he's gotten older, he has been able and learned to control the breathiness where he can like, he doesn't do it all, all the time. And he's also increased his range a little bit in the strength of his voice for sure. As he's gotten older, it's not like he's the same as debut Jungkook or 2015 or anything yeah he has grown so much since debut so much I mean he was only 15 like I just can't imagine this life at the age of 15 no seriously Mm -hmm. (laughs) really he has the voice of an angel it's so angelic so his vocal range is g2 to a b flat five or fifth and that range is three octaves, one note, and one semitone. And he is considered to be a tenor. Wow, three octaves. Mm-hmm. His range is almost as large as Young's. I think Young has like three more notes and like two more semitones or something. But So he has a very wide range. Yeah, for sure. And we've seen that in Burn the Stage, Jimin and Young have actually sought advice from Jungkook um, over the years or whatever, asking for tips and techniques to better their own singing, which is really cool. Like they're not afraid to ask him and they all learn from each other and work together, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So there's so many examples of Jungkook and his voice and when he's really just belted and been so beautiful and elegant when he sings. But one of my favorite videos is actually from a little bit ago it was august 14th of 2016 he appeared on this show called king of masked singer kayla have you seen this i have seen this yeah so this is when jungkook's identity was hidden by being dressed in this like fencing man outfit and he sang the song if you by big bang and No one knew who was singing, but when you watch the video, the audience is just so moved by his calming and radiant voice. Like, you can hear the hurt in his voice when he sings, because If You is really just such a sad song. Mm -hmm. But that is one of my all-time favorite Jungkook performances, where his, I mean, you can't see him. You're not going off appearance. You're not going off of any of that. It's just his voice. That's all you, all you have. And it's so moving and and chilling and he's so talented. Um, he's also a lead dancer. So like I said, he, he is very dedicated to his vocals, obviously, but he loves his dancing and he works really hard on his dancing and he's a part of the dance line. Um, Uh we talked a lot about his dancing in our dance line episode, but just to summarize his style consists of very quick, precise and powerful movements. Um, his choreography tends to be sharp and forceful along with fairly intense footwork. He really likes the footwork. Um, Mm -hmm. especially in begin, you see that footwork mm -hmm. and he pop and locks a lot. Um, he can do it pretty powerfully too. Uh, And he Mm -hmm. definitely has a lot of hip-hop influence style. Mm -hmm. Also, (laughs) (laughs) whenever he dances, this really is what gets me, is that he has total bedroom eyes when he dances. I mean, it's such intense eye contact that when he's doing these sexy body rolls, it's like, okay, 
pray for me because it's too much. I mean, truthfully. (laughs) It really is. It's like. He is a talented dancer, but something about that eye contact, it's like, goddamn, I can't. (laughs) He does that all the time. He'll do this like body roll or like a hip thrust, mm-hmm. bite his lip, mm-hmm. and then like look up, like glare or just look he from his brow. He always looks up. Uh, uh, I know. It's just he'll, like, He'll like look down it. and he'll just shoot his eyes up at us like, fuck, yes. God, what are you doing? <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He knows. <laughs> he has to know. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> All right. So he's also a sub-rapper. Um, so Jungkook occasionally raps in songs, mostly appearing as a sub rapper during pre-debut and early debut. So songs such as the graduation song, beautiful, no more dream. We are bulletproof. No war of hormone, boy in love and danger, but also his rapping has kind of made a comeback and it's been a little prominent lately in songs such as DNA and idol. And we all loved that the rapping came back. <laughs> we love it. Every time that we get to talk about it, we're like, Jungkook rapping. Like, it's the best. Um. <laughs> it really, I mean, it's it's so different from J-Hope's and Yoongi's and Namjoon's. But when you hear him rap, it's still so impressive. I mean, really, this is why he's called the Golden Maknae. He's because just good at everything. He's so good at everything. <laughs> It makes me mad. I think I said this in another episode. Where I'm like, he's that guy in high school who's just good at everything. Like, Val Victorian, like, captain of the football team. Like, God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also, like, such a sweetheart and not cocky. And, I mean, he really is just perfection. Like, I understand why so many girls and women just swoon over him. Yeah. Because he's also a visual, the face of the group or the center. Um, He's very attractive and he's always Mm -hmm. been kind of like dark and mysterious kind of vibes Mm -hmm. because it's like his looks, how handsome he is mixed with how introverted he can be. And that personality with that look is so intriguing. So intriguing. I mean, really, with, I mean, like, Phantom of the Opera and just kind of these male characters with this, like, mysterious, dark kind of vibe where they they don't really say much, but they're also handsome as shit, you know? Like, that's him. And he really has that going for him. (laughs) But he, I know, he's just so handsome. His facial structure really is godlike. I mean, the edges of his jawline could cut through metal, His really. Like he, I'm pretty sure in a V-Live recently, I think it was with J-Hope, he was, like, talking about why he couldn't eat late at night because it makes his stomach hurt, but also that, like, he's got this jawline that he needs to keep and sustain. <laughs> um, but he also has these huge doe eyes, these such cute and welcoming and friendly doe eyes, but then can just transfigure into these daggers whenever he's performing. I mean, he's stunning. There's there's no other way to put it. Like, it just, it makes me mad. Why is he this hot? Why is he this cute yeah. and sexy? Yeah. It and really, talented. And, <laughs> and how. Not just why, but also really? how. Um, how? <laughs> something We're mad. else that we... <laughs> we are. Okay. 
Something else that we need to talk about with him is his producing slash songwriting. And I talked because about... Because he also does this. He also does this. He has to do everything. Yeah. Um, I talked about... We're just about, scratching the surface, too. <laughs> seriously. Um, I talked about Love Is Not Over as one of my favorite songs when we did, like, our favorite songs on every album. And mm-hmm. this song, I also talked about this during the fanfic episode. Yes, The yes. first fanfic episode. Mm-hmm. So this song was written by Jungkook and produced, and it was, like, the first song that he worked really, like, predominantly on, on the lyrics. And then, like, he pr- produced alongside with Yoongi. And mm-hmm. this, like, when I really fell in love with this song was when I fell in love with Jungkook and when he started to forever bias wreck me like this song is perfect it has such Mm -hmm. a good build and the lyrics are beautiful like it's Mm -hmm. one I mean obviously one of my faves it it is one of the best songs and for this to be one of his first songs too and it was during HYYH I think it was on HYYH part one I mean really the song is moving and you feel so much passion um, when you hear it. And so I feel that when he wrote this, I mean, for him to put all of this onto paper, you know, these these feelings and emotions. But going off of that, he also, with the help of RM, wrote Begin. And this song, I really do love it. I think I might like this song a little bit more than Love Is Not Over because the song is strictly... Jungkook singing it and Mm -hmm. when he wrote it he actually told RM that he was having difficulties expressing his feelings and thoughts onto paper and so he he wanted to write the song about his youngs and how they have made him feel like he's begun that he started once he joined BTS Mm -hmm. because he was so young he was like 15 obviously I mean he was 12 13 when he started to pursue this this career so you know, he was so kind of insecure and timid and shy and so kind of sensitive when he was that young. But with the help of all of his youngs, Namjoon, J-Hope, Yoongi, Jin, I mean, all of them, he felt that he truly found himself and developed and became comfortable with who he is. And he's forever grateful. And so Begin is just when I when I look back and I I look at the lyrics and I think about how far Jungkook has come, how truthfully beautiful Begin is. And I love that RM helped him with this song. And I really like you can tell with like Love Is Not Over that he worked with Yoongi on it because the production of the song, the sound of it is so orgasmic, really. I mean it's just like just a beautiful, beautifully produced song but then you look at the lyrics of begin and that song is just like totally can tell that namjoon helped him with this because the lyrics are so moving another song that we have to talk about as far as jungle goes is magic shop of course mm-hmm. he wrote this song for army which we've talked about before and um it's just the sweetest most thoughtful thing the way that he wrote it and mm-hmm. the way that he kind of walks us through how to comfort and almost self-regulate through a song and through using BTS and through, you know, finding your own strength still inside of you. It's just Mm 
really lovely, really beautiful, and it's yeah. a really well-made song. Uh-huh. And even though it deals with such complex ideas, it's upbeat and positive and fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's a tearjerker, though. It really it is. is. Yeah. I listened to it today and cried. You know, I've listened to this oh. song hundreds of times, and here I am still crying. But I was thinking about <laughs> Jungkook when I was listening to it, so. but Because that's all we've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. Really? This whole day, I've just been thinking about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, lastly, he's also the Makne, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so... He's not just any Machne, he's the golden Machne because he can really do anything, as we've just demonstrated. Mm-hmm. He can dance, he can sing, he can rap, compose, he can serve major visuals, you name it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He's golden and essential to BTS. And it's it's clear, all the members are so proud of him and proud of how much he's grown and become even more skilled over the years. Mm-hmm. And really, when I look at all of his youngs and everyone in BTS, when I see Yoongi and Namjoon look at him, they look like proud parents, like these proud fathers of this little, you know, this little boy that they practically raised. And now he's become a grown man. And they are just so grateful to have him be a part of their team and be a part of BTS because he really is just golden. He is so special and they see that and BTS has flourished and wouldn't be who they are without him. Not only is he in BTS, but he's also pursued kind of a solo career just as everyone else has in BTS while also sustaining that still I'm a part of BTS title, you know, like they haven't gone off and wanted to split up or anything. So he was mm-hmm. on a couple TV programs, and I actually researched this today. I can I cannot believe I didn't know about this. So he appeared on a pilot episode of a TV program called Flower Crew, and there's Ooh. controversy around it because of how the other guys on the show treated him, and so they ended up making some harsh jokes to him, and he ended up giving them a gift on the show and it was kind of well it wasn't kind of it was definitely off script and it was unexpected but what ended up happening is Jungkook he was like kind of young I don't know like 17 18 who knows but young and just as an act of kindness he ordered them all these burgers some of them had like bacon and cheese on them like he really wanted them to be to be nice, you know, he just wanted to, to be like, hey, here, this is a gift for you all, like, enjoy, eat. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure Sokjin brought him too. Like, he told him to bring the burgers, which I thought was cute. But mm-hmm. what ended up happening is all the men on this show rejected it, this gift that he offered them, and they said they look like leftovers and that Jungkook is weird for... um for doing this and that they were filming a show and that they had no time for this basically. And when I watched this, it, I like started to tear up because you could see that Jungkook was like about to cry. And he said, I sincerely bought them. Like he was just wanting to do something nice for the crew. 
And it's just so heartbreaking. I, I'm sorry that I'm bringing this up, but I never knew this, that this happened. No, I never knew this either. Mm-hmm. It was so heartbreaking to watch. That's like awful. And it, I don't think that it's weird that he did that because... It's not like, weird. It's totally not weird. That's so him. That. I know. Like, really, Jungkook is just such a sweetheart. Like, this is... Like, he would do this. He was like, oh, I really want to, like, impress these men, these guys that I'm working with, and I want them to enjoy themselves, and I want to do something nice. So he got them burgers. And, like, what they say is, like, oh, this is weird, and they look like leftovers. Like, fuck you. Like, y'all are little shits. Get out of here. Like, Jungkook is, like, living his best life right now. So... Fuck off. <laughs> I'm so mad about it. <laughs> but anyways, so he also was on a much better show, um, at least that I know of, was Celebrity Bromance, which was season eight that he went on with Shinwa Minwoo. And I'm pretty sure Taeyang also went on this show. But in episode one, they go to a dog-friendly coffee shop, and Jungkook of course, he got there like really early and he bought his friend who's older than him a cup of coffee and he's like playing with the dogs and he's petting them. It's just so sweet and so cute. Um, but I have not watched the full season because I'm pretty sure like each season is just one bromance. So I only watched the first episode. Um, but he's so young and he's just so respectful and polite, really just so polite to any young that he comes across um but yeah (laughs) maybe not like separate because it's about bts but um his golden closet films is something that he does or um golden closet studios so he's released five golden closet films so far he had one in tokyo that came out on November 8th last year. And then in April of this year, he released one about Osaka. And in July, he did one about the their travels to the USA. And then in the end of July, he did a Golden Closet film about Saipan. And then most recently... He did a he released a Golden Closet film from Newark and it was called Newark VHS version and it had some really cool styling in it. Yeah, it was um, retro. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was released just this October 1st. So most of these are just like two, three, or four minutes long, besides this most recent one from Newark, which was over 16 minutes long. Um, throughout these Golden Closet films. We get to see a lot of really sweet moments, um, behind the scenes moments on stage, shopping trips, and of course the Machne line being goofy best friends. And uh, so that's really nice. That's just, I mean, it's just another look into BTS's life, which is amazing. But what else is really cool is to see the progression of Jungkook's videography style and how he's really experimenting with the art form. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we really saw like a big jump, especially for me. I notice camera angles a lot and we notice a big jump in how he's experimenting or at least a progression with camera angles 
throughout these films. Um, oh, absolutely. He, He's learning more as he goes, really. Mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. What I really love is just the whole production of it, all of them. So the songs that he picks are just so perfect for the feel of the film. And then his camera angles, like you said, like you said, are very unique, mixed with the filters that he chooses. Or, I mean, sometimes he puts borders around the film, which is so different, but it just really adds to it. And then also the editing that he that he does throughout. It just really adds to the aesthetic. And when you look at them, really, it looks like a professional uh, videographer. And you would swear that he went to film school for this, but he I don't think he did. Like, he's just talented, and he pursued this. This is something that he picked up as a hobby. And, of course, like he does with everything else, he's just exceeded and is naturally talented. Of course. He's just, I mean... This should just be Jungkook is good at everything. Like Yeah, and facts. and we don't mean it in a bitchy way either. Like it's like I admire him so much. Like there is no other person really like him. Like he's just very talented at everything he does. And and maybe yeah, he has this natural talent, but when he does this competitive kind of um hardworking pas- personality that he has, he just exceeds and he takes it seriously and he wants to do the best and he wants to really put out, you know, the best for us so that we can enjoy ourselves while watching it. Yeah. Um, some other things that he does is he does photography. So along with filming, he also will enjoy taking pictures. And I think in my opinion, I think he likes to, experiment or like he likes to use a lot of contrast and bright colors and bright lighting Mm -hmm. and contrast in his lighting which um and also a lot of landscape pictures not Mm -hmm. really photo subjects as much although we have seen him put like post pictures of like other members or whatever but really we see a lot of landscape photos which are really nice Mm -hmm. which is so different from Young's photos that he takes as Vante because Taeyang is always like black and white maybe a little blurred but it's also kind of landscape type like things but I mean when you look at Jungkook's uh, photography there is a lot of contrast and, and color so on top of this like glo- uh, golden closet photos there's also golden closet sketches I mean when he when he posts about it he says GCS I don't know what the S stands for. So if you guys know, please let us know. I just assumed it's sketches because it's always drawings. Um, so, of course, he drew Cookie for um, BT21. Uh, he also did the I Need You Seesaw Remix cover artwork, which is so stunning because behind it looks like a in the blinds. It shows like a shape of a anatomical heart. And then we also have seen him do drawings of other members so drawings of Namjoon from the early days and Black Pin from the Bulletproof era. We also see him do drawings of Jin's dog and a Christmas tree. We've seen a lot of Jimin, too, um, kind of doodles of ARMY and BTS that he's done, some sketches of himself as well. I mean, he's so talented with, with drawing, too. I mean, he's, he's just so skilled. I know. It's, 
and his drawings are really nice. I was, when I was looking at a bunch of the drawings earlier, I was like, man, in 20 years, somebody's going to look back and be like, this is what Jungkook of BTS was drawing at this time. And it's going to be in some like book, like the drawings of him or something, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. they're, some of them are really, really nice. Oh yeah. Very. He's definitely talented. Yeah. Um, and his brother is also really good. I don't know if you've seen mm-hmm. his brother's stuff that he's put out. Um, yeah. But on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. So talented. Yeah. So on top of all of this, he's also done a lot of covers, and he's known for his covers. He puts out so many. So we're only mm, going to talk about fun. yeah, we're only going to talk about a few popular ones. So he did a cover of "To You," "All of My Life," "Paper Hearts," which is one of my favorites, "Purpose," "Nothing Like Us," "Lost Stars," which that song makes me totally emo. Oh my gosh, <laughs> um, and then "Fools" that he did with. RM and that one is my personal favorite is Fools. Yes, I love that one. I love Lost Stars because I actually knew that song before because I'm a huge Mar- Maroon 5 fan mm-hmm. and that's one of their songs. Um Adam Levine, I went back and listened to that version after listening to this cover tonight and I was like, wow, his voice is so different and really makes the song so different. And then I really appreciated Jungkook's voice for the song. I felt like it suited him really well. And he did such a great job, especially the build at the end and the, the really quick notes back and forth and the kind of more excitement, climactic point of the song. I thought he just executed perfectly it's it's a great song and yeah, yeah you're right it does make you emo as shit like oh yeah it's for a, sure you can like feel the emotion song. you can yeah. feel the emotion in his voice and that is what makes it such a beautiful cover very well done very well done okay so let's go ahead and get into his personality so just a disclaimer everyone perceives their personalities a little bit different because none of us truthfully really know him personally or any of the BTS members personally. Um, so that kind of makes it difficult to know, but we're going to just kind of hit on some some traits that I think a lot of people can can agree with. Yes. Yeah, so one of the things I've really picked up on Jungkook is that he's introverted, and you can really see this during interview settings. Uh, he just kind of, he's kind of there. He still talks and he says things, but he's a little bit more reserved, just a little more reserved. I mean, if you look at him compared to Taeyong and Hosok, oh my gosh, Hosok, who is just like all out there, you know. Out there, um, yeah. <laughs> but he's just a little bit more reserved and he's definitely a little shy, but I do think that he's outgrown his shyness over the years. When you look at him back from 2013 when they debuted, he's really grown out of it, which I think kind of naturally happens with all of us because I definitely was super shy when I was about 13, 14 years old. And mm-hmm. then I look at myself now and I'm like, I would describe myself as an extrovert, you know. But um, he still kind of has that shy timidness to him. And he's just a little bit more reserved. Yeah. Um, on top of that kind of introvertedness, um, he's also very competitive. He doesn't competitive stop. Competitive as I shit. Know <laughs> I mean, 
Bethany, I feel like you identify with In my fanfic, he's competitive so much in my fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> um, he doesn't know how to stop. He's a very hard worker. I remember mm-hmm. talking about him like a fan cam and seeing him off stage, like side stage during um, probably a mic drop performance. So he's not even dancing, but he's still like moving around. Like he's the cameras aren't on him, right? But he's yeah. still hype as shit. Like he yeah. just Energetic. does not stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants to put and, on a damn good performance for all of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on stage because of this, I feel like competitiveness. Maybe he can come off cocky with all of his confidence. However, off stage, we can tell he's nothing like that. Like, cockiness can really, it's attractive on stage when you're being sexy, but like, have you ever been around like a, I mean, of course you have, like a cocky person in real Mm -hmm. life, Mm -hmm. like assholes, right? Yeah. And he's not like that at all, which this is so heartbreaking to me because like, I look back when I first started to stand BTS. I, for some reason, when I saw Jungkook, I was like, wow, this guy is cocky as shit. Like, he thinks he's just so hot. I mean, I feel <laughs> terrible because now I've gotten to really know them and really understand how Jungkook is. And he's nothing like that. He's, like, such a sweetie, you know? And yeah. he's just so reserved. And But on stage, man, he is so confident. And I think that's because he <laughs> is competitive and he wants to just be the best and he wants to do a good job he wants to to ex- excel in whatever he does so yeah. yeah which is just so funny that I thought he was cocky <laughs> like I once really thought that he was just a cocky son of a bitch <laughs> but he's On not stage, at all for sure. <laughs> he's not at all <laughs> yeah so another thing about him is that he is definitely a little jokester and he's very playful. And I think this is kind of, it kind of goes along with the title of Mockne, just kind of being that little shit. But on top of it, he's just, he's just a total dork, you know? And I think this is why yeah. Jin Cook is such a cute ship because, mm. you know, Jin is just another dork who just loves to be a little jokester too. So those two together is just so fun to watch. <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like he's like that with Jimin also, or at least he's very mischievous with Jimin, and he likes to make fun of him, which is always really funny. Uh Uh-huh. Because Jimin gets super, like, worked up about it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's it's kind of... I. You can tell that they love to tease Jimin a little bit, because he just, Mm -hmm. like, gets so angry. (laughs) Well, also, Jungkook, uh, he filmed that... I'm calling it, like, the suspense Jimin. It reminds me of the suspenseful prairie dog, like, video, but where they zoom in <laughs> on Jimin's face. Like, those three videos, those uh-huh. are incredible. And you those know who fucking so made funny. those? Those are so funny. They fucking Jung Jungkook. Yes. <laughs> those are the best. They and really are so funny. They came from the brilliant mind of this golden maknae. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And I think it it goes almost without saying at this point, but he is just a total sweetheart. Like, uh-huh. all of BTS are so sweet and caring, but he's the maknae and the youngest, and maybe he gets babied a little bit more by the <laughs> members, but he really is so kind and sweet and caring, and it goes back to his, I don't know, his blood type. He has such a, a caring for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so some 
Fun facts about Jeon Jungkook is that some of his favorite singers are IU, Justin Bieber, Troy Sivan, G-Dragon, and Charlie Puth. He loves to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But on top of that, he loves to work out, so it it evens out. But I Mm -hmm. love watching him eat. It's mesmerizing. Yeah, the banana snacks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he also has his black belt in Taekwondo, which doesn't surprise me. Another thing about him is that he's just so athletic. So athletic. Mm-hmm. I think he said in a recent interview that he would maybe be an athlete of some sort, which I could so see. Like, if he wasn't in BTS, what would he be doing? Um, something with his body, I'm sure. Like, he likes to be active, mm-hmm. and he likes to, like, train. So... Yeah, I could see him being an athlete. Mm-hmm. So things that he said he would like to steal from other members, so like characteristics of other members that he wished that he had, was RM's knowledge, Suga's diverse knowledge, J-Hope's positive spirit, Jimin's persistence and effort, V's natural talent, and Jen's broad shoulders, his worldwide shoulders. <laughs> his worldwide shoulders. <laughs> Um, (laughs) he's also fond of Iron Man and of course video games Mm -hmm. yeah so we gotta talk about some of our favorite Jungkook moments Mm -hmm. yeah so as far as um, on stage there's like some moments on stage that have happened many many times and I think we each probably have our favorite fan cam about it but something Mm -hmm. that has to be mentioned is the mic drop third dance break girl i have my hand up i'm like preach this (laughs) the first time we saw this was at the mama i think it was mama 2017 yeah oh man that third dance break he is front and center he's in the middle he's got j-hope to one side he's got Young to the other like those body rolls, that stare, that like where he like flips around and he like switches to the other side and he looks right at you and he's body rolling like, ah, uh, like he go, he went he went so hard every time they do this dance break he goes so damn hard. Ah, <laughs> uh, he For must sure. be stopped, but don't don't stop, <laughs> don't stop. Um, something else that I love a favorite stage moment is. Um, I think this is sometime during the Wings tour and, like, a talk during it. But he ends up doing push-ups and then squats with Yoongi on his back. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly from our sugar cookie episode, there's uh-huh. some sort of commentary, cook? like, only sugar is allowed to be lifted by Jungkook or something like that. Or- yeah, because I think Young was like, lift me, and Yoongi was like, no. Only me. (laughs) Yes, yes. Another thing that is very memorable about Jungkook is during fake love, him flashing his abs. I mean, especially when they did this, they had their comeback in the U.S. um, and they performed this at billboards and we saw such chiseled abs like the statue mm. of david like chiseled God. abs and i think i've said this before i have seen the statue of david with my naked eyes like yes <laughs> <laughs> oh 
with my naked eyes. Uh, and you also saw Jungkook's abs in real life with your eyes. So I did. Yes. Comparable? <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, Bethany, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. You know how it's been about f- three goddamn months since Jungkook has started to perpetually bias wreck me. Which I'm so happy he has <laughs> for so long because he was at the bottom of your list for so long. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't know how. Um, so can I just talk about a few moments where he bias wrecks the fuck out of me? Yes, do it. Okay. So this is literally three seconds in a fucking video. This three just amazes me that this is the seconds. video that you're like, this is it. This is like the best. <laughs> it's not. I'm not even saying that it's the best. I'm just saying I watched a bunch of like Jungkook moments today and it, you know, I saw a lot of the same things and this is one that like really caught me and really struck me. So this is from the summer package one, which came out in 2016. It's when BTS went to Dubai and this is like their little desert moment. Um, so we'll link the video below in the description, but literally this is from 636 in the video to 639. So it's a bunch of other stuff <laughs> has happened, seconds. but just these, just these three seconds, it's like a <laughs> selfie video of him. He's like holding the camera, just filming himself in the background. There's like these huge sand dunes, the rest of the desert, the, the daylight is golden and it's like pouring over the sand and he's kind of like tussling with his hair a little bit and his hair is dark brown so it's glowing at the tips with the sunlight and he's wearing this like brown reddish like very light smoky eye and so he's looking at us with this smolder and Mm -hmm. oh my god I okay I took screenshots I'll post the pictures but seriously I died like I watched it over I was like I have to find this fucking video mm. what is this from it's amazing um, his skin <laughs> is so sun-kissed and bronzed and his something about the shape of his face like the angle of the camera he just yes. looks like a whole man in this shot and, and this he, was two fucking years ago I know and like right and like man. he's even older now I mean really it's just damn it's a it's a total smolder look that he's giving us too. And his jawline and something about his nose also, it's a fucking problem, okay? His lines are very defined. Again. Every line uh, of his face is so chiseled. <laughs> not fucking fair. Um <laughs> not something, fucking fair. <laughs> <laughs> something else that we kind of already talked about is of course, he always bias wrecks me with his stare or his lip bite after a sexy dance move. And I just want to say, especially if he's sweaty and his hair is like kind of piecey in the front uh, on his forehead because of mm-hmm. the sweat, that is amazing. There's a performance amazing. of Dope where you can literally see the sweat. He's wearing like this gray shirt and these like silver chains. And he's sweating so much that the the sweat is dripping down onto his shirt. But since it's gray, you can see the, like, drip stains. And, like, it's the fucking hottest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Like, (laughs) wow. (laughs) 
I mean, it probably is. You'll have to find it and send it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how we started this podcast. Like, this is how perfect he is. Blah, blah, blah. And we're like, it's just gotten raunchy again. Like, it I always mean, does. It has to. <laughs> um, another moment that I have to talk about is from a Blood, Sweat, and Tears fan cam. This is from December of 2016. And it was posted by user More Than Ever on YouTube. And this moment he's this is iconic this movement is iconic for him you can watch any blood sweat and tears performance and you see him during this part you're like goddamn yeah it's when he's like he kind of is doing a body roll and he brushes his lip with his thumb it's that dance move but he has such he's like swaying his hips side to side over his body yeah his hips are swinging his dick is huge he like moves his shoulders very sexy it's a whole i mean i'll link that video obviously also but it's amazing it's a he's fucking like problem he's like hip rolling if that's yeah. the thing. <laughs> it's not body rolls it's I mean, just his hips I, it's it's sexy. really it's not even his upper body it's just his hips mm-hmm. yeah it's really sexy so i guess those are like my ultra fangirl moments <laughs> and you know what i agree with all of them i feel like i have some <laughs> other ones the dope, the dope performance you didn't put on there, but that is one of my all-time favorite fan cams with the gray, the gray like shirt that he's wearing and the sweat dripping mm-hmm. down. Yeah. <laughs> um. So some funny and cute moments is Jungkook. He loves to mimic his other members and just be kind of a little shit. Um, but whenever he mimics them, he does such a good job. Like it's accurate. Like it's so accurate. Mm-hmm. I love that when they were singing, um, I think it was when they had their comeback for fake love and for love yourself here that there, he like went like member by member and kind of mimicked each of their, their rapping or singing. It's just so <laughs> on point. Um, um, I love this moment when Yungi, he just won a Golden Disc Award for R&B or in R&B and Soul for Saran for um, the song Wine. And during this, when he's walking up to accept the award, of course, like BTS is around him, like walking him up. And Mm -hmm. Jungkook is walking next to him and he starts acting like a security guard. He keeps like like secret service. He keeps Mm -hmm. like putting his two fingers to his ear like he's listening. Yeah, like he's talking to (laughs) someone. And I think Jimin's with him too. Those two Mm -hmm. were so cute. And Yoongi was so embarrassed. He's like, get away. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to receive an award. Like, get away, you shits. (laughs) Hilarious. It's so cute. Yeah. So another thing, like a cute, funny moment is when he's dancing to Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and he's either backstage or just kind of like in one of their like little hangout areas next to their dance practice studio or whatever, Um, but he's in this huge leopard print fur coat, which I'm pretty sure might be Young's. (laughs) but he's wearing a black hat and these black sunglasses and a black face mask. And he just looks extravagant and extra. Um, But he's dancing and he exaggerates 
all of the moments for blood, sweat, and tears just a little bit. And he ends up making his hat fall off because he's like being, he's like exaggerating the movement so much. And he's just <laughs> trying to entertain his youngs. And they're all, of course, cracking up because he is just so funny. I love that moment. Yeah, it's just one of the best. So lastly, one of my all-time favorite cute moments for him is it's during a run episode, and it's when they had to memorize the tomato song. <laughs> and oh, my God. When they're, they're, like, all laying in this inflatable sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, you can see some of the members just really trying to memorize the song. And he kind of is, but he ends up falling asleep. And... When they all wake up, he looks so dazed and so confused. Like, this has become a meme worldwide <laughs> when he wakes yeah. up. It's just so cute. Like, such a baby boy. Like, it's just... <laughs> I mean, of course, he looks handsome as shit because he looks confused. So, his, like, eyebrows are kind of, like, knitted and furrowed. And he's like, what? <laughs> but what he's doing is, like, when they were sleeping in the middle of, like, their nap, he ended up slipping out like he like rolled over and fell on the ground like he did not even wake <laughs> up like, like he's straight no. up fell out and Yoongi like saw this happen and Yoongi is just dying of laughter because <laughs> this is just typical of Jungkook to be so tired to just roll out and just not even wake up it's so cute <laughs> so cute and you're right he is like a meme like people put that like math equations in front of him. Uh-huh. <laughs> like he's like he's trying to figure something out because he's like, wait, what were we doing? When did I fall asleep? How long Why has it been? <laughs> Why is everyone <laughs> going over there to a microphone and singing a tomato song? <laughs> Why is it so loud? <laughs> <sighs> it's well, one of the best. I love him so much. I like, love him so much too. I got so emotional during this research because He's the golden maknae. He is, you know, BTS's little shining star. He's good at everything he does in an incredible way. He's kind. He's caring. He's talented. He's, he's funny. Kind. Yeah. He is kind. He's such a kind person. With how much talent and how much success he's had, it's only natural for some people to get really kind of cocky and full of themselves, but he's so not that, which is just what makes him even more admirable. Mm-hmm. We love him. That's our golden maknae. We love him. We all love him. And we know that you listeners have been waiting for this episode and we went, we did everything. We try to cover all of his many, many talents and everything that he brings to BTS. Yeah. So if you liked this episode and if you've liked any of our other episodes, there's a few ways that you can show us. You can do that by rating us and writing a review about us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it is. Um, You can email us or talk with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. We love to hear from you. We love to talk with you, connect with you. So you can let us know what you think about this episode that way. We'd love to hear from you. Um, And then if you want to support us in a different way, we'll have our Patreon and PayPal links as well. So you can find links for all of our social media, every way to contact us, whatever, as well as those support links in the description.
in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.